podcast what a year later huh should i even do this <laughs> what's up y'all jd here back for jd radio people were telling me they didn't want it to go away i wasn't super enjoying it because i just felt like i was gossiping about people and their lives and that's not really what i want to do but we'll we'll discuss that and figure it out but welcome back how are you i hope you're doing well mental health check-in let's start with I'm okay. I've been having a decent amount of anxiety lately from just different clusters of life coming to and fro. But I mean, I I feel pretty good. Things have been not the easiest in the last year. And I think that's just part of growing and processing things as a person. And I hope that things get better with time. I'm not unhappy or sad or depressed right now, which is really good. But I'm just in that space where my brain is like, all right, you know, um, every day, you know, every day is different. You know what I will say? I'm very thankful for things that I do have. Or I would like to say that you should not take things for granted. I say this because recently um, my car needs a new tire. I still need to get this tire. I have an older car, a car that actually my dad gave me, uh, my parents gave me when I was younger. And I haven't driven in a while. And I cleaned it up. I fixed all the stuff that was going on with it. I got a car wash and I've been driving it for the last week. And I really like it. It's not as modern as my car, but it's, it does the job and it's nice. And I don't know, something about it feels kind of just like, oh, this is just just a nice thing that I have not been using for a while and I feel like I've been taking for granted. And it's nice to be able to sit back, drive the car, have the memories that I have with my family and realize that, hey, man, this thing isn't just because you get something new doesn't mean this is rickety. Take care of all the things that you have and don't take them for granted and let time go by for you to realize that, hey, this is a nice thing you have. That's my mental health (laughs) thought process. Um, Today, we will be discussing toxic relationships, (laughs) specifically the Jonah Hill text messages and also Kiki Palmer's boyfriend tweeting a few different things. I did want to talk about the Miranda Sings controversy, but I feel like that is now almost past due. If you'd like to see me talk about it, let me know. Your responses help drive this. Speaking of which, I would love if you all sent me questions for every episode so that we had messages to go through and have real conversations with. I feel like that's where the radio in JD Radio should come from. I know that I used to do it live and we would do the questioning live and have conversations back and forth. We may do some special episodes like that in the future, but... Sending me a message, a voice message, or if you want to, you can send an anonymous text message, not really a text, but like an anonymous message using this app called NGL, and I will have the link to that in the description. I'd appreciate if you asked me questions once a week, and they don't have to be super personal. They could be about random topics that are going on, and you want to know what I think about them. 
It could be gossip. It could be politics. It could be your personal life. And if I have any advice for you, if you want my advice, you don't have to take it. Any of that stuff would be more beneficial because I would like to make this a community-driven type of thing. I still, because I'm scatterbrained and have so many ideas, do want to do this other podcast project that I'm trying to work on. For me, it's less about podcasting. It's more about me having real conversations with people that I came up with and real dialogue with human beings that I don't know how much longer they would be here on this earth and personal friends, colleagues, all all that in a bag of chips. I just want to sit down with people that I haven't really had the chance to have like a real human to human conversation with. And that may or may not be coming soon. I think it will be a Patreon exclusive. So if you want to follow me on Patreon, you can. And that's going to be coming down the pipeline because I have to make the calls to sit down and have conversations with people. I got to film it. I don't know if they would like to come film here with me or if I need to go mobile to them. So be on the lookout with that. And hopefully that's something that you really enjoy because I have a lot of very interesting people that you may know or you may not know that I think you'd like to sit down and watch an episode or two of. And I would love to sit down and just have conversations with these people and Personally, it's for me, it's just to archive it so I can look back and be like, oh, man, I'm glad I have that that conversation in that moment with that person because it was very important to me. So that's something that I want to do. That's what I was trying to get rid of this for. But I said to myself, this is more tangible in the sense of you can just make this on your own anytime. You can record it. You can upload it. You can put it out there and people can sit back and watch it. And this can be way more consistent. So. The goal is that if you've been following me on social media for the last however many years or if you've noticed in the last like month or so, I've been just consistently trying to put things out. I try to not overthink it. I try to simplify the process as much as possible. And I just produce, produce, produce. Who knows if any of it is going to be popular? Who knows if any of it's going to be special? But it's just for me to get very, you know, normalized in create JD, keep creating, keep making things, keep putting stuff out there. That's how people will learn about you. And that's how you can put whatever it is you want to put into the world out there. So be on the lookout for more of these, especially on the channel that this resides on, which is my OG YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JD Witherspoon, who is UTV for my OGs. I will be posting this on my channel and I will be posting my stand-up comedy. Thank you for those of you who have been watching and enjoying. I I know that those are few and far between, but I've been doing a lot more comedy and I sit back every time I finish a show and I'm like, dude, you've got too much content now. I'm sitting on like a year and a half's worth of whether it's clips, full comedy sets, <laughs> full crowd work interactions and you've been seeing some of the crowd work, this also might become a tier on my Patreon. I'm thinking I will do the three things that I feel like I am somewhat consistent at, which are gaming, there will be a tier, podcasting, there will be a tier, stand-up comedy, there will be a tier. I don't plan on make marking up the prices really crazy high. I would say it could be anywhere 
where the max price is 25 bucks, the lowest price might be five, and you get whatever it is you want to get. Be on the lookout. I would love that because if you all helped out in the sense of me creating content for the community that does want to watch it, where I don't have to worry about algorithms getting in the way and oh, well, you can't make you can't make a you can't make a living doing this because the algorithm ain't effing with you. That stinks. So I'm working towards producing content for people who want to watch what I make. That's you. If you're watching this, you probably are a person who enjoys what I create. So if you want if you want to support this content, which would then make more of it possible, because let's be real, I don't get a lot of hits on this because I'm inconsistent, but also I just don't get a lot of hits period. <laughs> I It's funny. I have over hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, but you'll be surprised how many people don't make a living through that type of source of revenue, just being dependent on the algorithm and the AdSense and the, you know, m ads that you get across your content. It's, it's a really hard game to play. So that's why everybody has other uh, businesses and side hustles. Me, myself, you know me, actor, stand-up, this and that. With the strike, not going to lie to you, I'm realizing I might need to get a J-O-B. <laughs> uh, the, the word of the day is job, boy. All right, so <laughs> with that being said, patreon.com slash J.D. Witherspoon. I'm considering maybe naming it like J.D. Witherspoon Studios, some, 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 something where you are getting content from a place of a guy who wants to make stuff for the people who wants to watch it. No, no, have to don't have to worry about randos pulling up in the in the comments saying this is trash <laughs> or the algorithm saying this is trash and not putting it out there for people, especially the people that you have who hit follow. Like, dude, if I if I if you hit follow, you should be able to see whoever you follow. Right. Logic. But no, no, these platforms will. Like gatekeep your own stuff from your people who subscribe and follow. You know what it is. So be on the lookout for that. I appreciate those of you who enjoyed hearing that little rant. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited to do this kind of sit down interview type of project with other people. I think I am doing too much, though, if I'm being honest with you, because I create content in 12 different facets of the world, in my opinion. There's the gaming content. Love my video games. Going to keep uploading them. Going to keep uh, streaming live on Twitch and Kick. Follow me on those platforms. Then there's the stand-up comedy. I am a stand-up comedian. I like doing my performances. And every time I perform, I record it because I bring my camera. Going to have that footage. Might as well not let it go to waste. Then thirdly, I am trying to be consistent with podcasting. But the only problem is podcasting outside of the first two. I actually make at least a little bit of a chunk of money off of the first two podcasting. I have never really figured out. I've been doing it for myself, for my personal enjoyment, but that doesn't pay the bills. And I hate that I even have to bring money into the scenario. Cause it's like, Hey, just create to be creative. I had done that for at least 14 years now. It was nice to be creative in the first leg of it, but I also did have somewhat of a cushion. You know, when I was in my twenties, my parents were, you know, uh, helping me pay rent um, I was living in a building that they owned. I paid off utilities and all that stuff. Uh, after marriage, solo dolo. Well, I was a little solo dolo before that. But 
because <laughs> that because that's a good little chunk of time to be <laughs> your listen word to the wise if your parents want to help you out and if they don't hold it over your head like some sort of weird manipulative tool i say take it i think that's how you help people build up the next generation there's a lot of people who are like oh that's kind of nepotism or something i feel like that's just your parents helping you take your stuff to the next level now there's situations where your parents don't care to do that for your personal gain they'll do it for theirs where they can hold it over your head and be like yeah we got this money in on you what you gonna do without this money i've had to deal with that before it's not fun so i'm just saying take advantage of whatever help your family wants to give you for as long as you can but don't get lazy and conditioned to them taking care of you that's also not healthy i don't know why i'm giving this advice no one asked for it but <laughs> I'm just saying things were fun in the beginning. Things are still fun. But the realization is, hey, things can be fun, but they do have to be somewhat lucrative. So that is my point. This is why we do this. Welcome back. I appreciate you hanging out. And now let's chat about these weird scenarios. There's this whole scenario with um our boy not our boy not my boy i don't know him personally and i don't want this to feel like an attack i don't know these people this is just my interpretation of what i'm seeing in the media and no harm no foul towards anybody but if you haven't seen it already jonah hill is catching Jonah Hell. Oh, man, that, that was an opportunity for a pun that just you, you thought that was good. <laughs> JD, that's a stupid freaking joke. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's switch over and look at this little article and talk about it. Shall we? We shall. All right. So Jonah Hill is being outed as a misogynistic or misogynist narcissist. Surfer instructor Sarah Brady, uh, Jonah Hill's former flame of about a year from back in 2021, is dragging the actor publicly on her Instagram account, and he's excuse me, and she's not holding back anything in her anything back in her repudiation. Repudiation? I've never heard that word before. What is that word? What the heck? Uh, hey Siri, what does repudiation mean? Rejection of a proposal or idea, the repudiation of reformist policies, the refusal to fulfill discharge and agreement, obligation or debt, denial of the truth or validity of something. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah, that's gaslighting. Got it. <laughs> All right. Of him as an alleged misogynist narcissist, as she puts it herself. All right, cool. So these are these screenshots from her that she put on her story after they broke up, I assume. And it starts on the left where it says, from Jonah, literally just say hello and leave the combo. I love how I love how your therapist thinks I suck. I literally am the best boyfriend on earth. Okay. Okay, that's a uh, that's that's very that's a uh, that's oddly no disrespect. That that is that is weirdly uh, phrased, in my opinion. I don't. I don't know anybody who. I don't know anybody personally who talks well. I do know people who talk like this personally. 
and they are narcissists. Oh no, Jonah, I thought you were, <laughs> I thought it was good guy Jonah. Okay, let's read this part. It says, plain and simple. This is now, this part is the interesting part, which is getting somewhat, in my opinion, misconstrued by people on the outside looking in. Let's read it and then I'll talk to you about it. He wrote to her in a text message back in 2021, plain and simple, if you need, these are, these are things that he says, I don't want you doing to his then girlfriend, which people are trying. Well, well, let me get into it. He lists a list of things that he says, if you need these, I can't do it. So he lists, he lists, if you need surfing with men, boundarily, excuse me, boundaryless, boundarily, what just happened? Boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men. To model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he says, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have. Wait, my boundaries with you based on these actions have hurt our trust. Huh? And you see at the bottom, because this is a screenshot of her Instagram story. It says you see the misuse of the term boundaries. Yeah. See, now that's the interesting part. I think people are misconstruing ultimatums. And what I would want from someone else as a boundary. That's not a boundary. A boundary is how you would want to be treated by someone else. It's not what you, what you would have the other person do to make you not, not, it wouldn't be like a, you got to do this or that, or my boundaries are crossed. No, it's, it's, Hey, when you choose to treat me this way, I don't like it. Please let me set this boundary where if that's how you're going to behave, I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm going to, we'll, we'll, we'll Google boundaries just to make sure. Um, Hey Siri, what's the definition of boundaries? Boundaries, a line that marks the limit of an area dividing. I mean, obviously that, (laughs) Hey Siri, what's the definition of boundaries when it comes to mental health? All right. Eight tips on boundaries. For your mental health, giving yourself permission to focus on yourself, practice self-awareness, name your limits, be consistent with the boundaries you set. You can't expect others to know how you're feeling in any given moment. So clearly communicate. If you aren't sure where to start, use I statements. I feel this when what's it called happens. Be direct and clear and simple. If setting boundaries makes you uncomfortable or anxious, start small. If you need backup, get support. Okay. So again, what he's listing is a list of demands that he needs for her to be his girlfriend. That's not setting a boundary. That is, what do you, what's that word? Um, when people say that's my type of person, I forgot what it is. It's not the words, not boundary. The words, not demands. I apologize because now I'm going to be talking into a microphone and people are going to want to answer in the in the future and I won't be able to respond to you. But um, dang, what is that word? 
now now I'm now I'm butchering it, JD. Now you got to keep talking during the podcast. <laughs> Dang, it's such a simple word too. It's like oh, those those are just. It's like it's like the synonym for specifications. It's like when it's like when people are like, oh, that's you're you're just uh, it's it's like when people talk about how they don't want to date outside their race because they say that's just not my type. And they say, I have a list word and they don't fit the criteria. You don't have to answer it, but I'm sure you will in the comments. I'll I'll figure it out in a second. Dang, bro, I'm really I'm really blanking on this very simple word. Um demands ultimate no my type relationship needs checklist respect affirmation basic needs how to identify common what's it called i can't remember this word and it's such a simple word um it's like the word saying like standards that's i don't know we're not, we're not gonna worry about that but yeah this list that he's got is strange man i mean let's let's just be real this is not a realistic relationship like you you more than likely met her when she was behaving and or living her life this way so you wanted to change her the moment you got with her that's crazy like you can't surf with men can't model can't put put a photo of you in a bathing suit or any sexy pictures that is ridiculous because now you're treating her like she's not a person she has no autonomy she is your almost property and i need my property to behave in this way now i know there's some people who have the mindset and i i get it it's what you're probably conditioning you grow up hearing from your family and friends where it's like you people tell you hey you don't want a, a partner who acts like this or behaves like that or treats things like this and that is all learned all of this is learned you would know it if someone didn't teach it to you he was i mean this is just gonna be real this is controlling to tell your partner they can't post these types of things or be a part of this or have r friendships with men. Surfing with men doesn't make any sense. What's she going to do out there in the water, bro? They, there's not enough time to get to get freaky. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, this is unfortunately not a list. First off, it's not a list of boundaries. It's a list of manipulative ultimatums, which is strange because when he got with her she was this type of person so i have no idea why you would get with her if when you originally approached her this is who she was people are going to be who they are and you don't own her you know like my wife six years of marriage post a sexy pig i don't care you're coming home to me <laughs> post a sexy pig post your you in a bathing suit I, it's got it's got it ain't none of my business she's a grown adult she can do whatever she wants you have to have the um the security you have to be secure with yourself to know that like just because she's doing that doesn't mean she's asking for attention i think that's the most annoying thing i hear from dudes when they talk about women on instagram it's like well you wouldn't post that if you didn't want attention sometimes you just want to post man 
that might be how your brain thinks. You think, oh, well, I mean, I, there's got to be a reason for this for this reckless behavior. Nah. Some people just want to post a photo of them in a in a bikini or in a swimsuit or dudes with their shirts off. And maybe it's just for their own self-gratification. Like, I like this photo. I think I look good. I'm going to post it. And if pe- and you know, if people respond to it, great. If it they'll give you good or bad feedback. <laughs> That's the thing. Once you post something online, it's not subject to just positive attention. It might be negative. You over here complaining about your girl looking a certain way and you think she's beautiful and sexy. What if somebody in the comments is like, boy, get that ugly booger bat off my timeline? <laughs> I'm sorry. My dad always used to say that. They got that's a damn booger bat, JD. Um, yeah. So I think Jonah is low key tripping. This is this is controlling. This is weirdly controlling. I understand being this type of controlling person because I used to be insecure when I was younger and I would date people who I was like, are you too sexy to, to put yourself out there like that? Don't do that. Please don't do that. It makes me uncomfortable. That is something that you got to work on. If you if you don't like people who are, you know, liberated in their personality, humanity, sexuality then you've got to go and work on yourself in therapy so that you can learn how to let go or don't be with somebody like that. He knew that she was this type of chick from the beginning. And for some reason he now wants her to flip everything backwards for a relationship. In my opinion, that's just not, that's just not fair. It's not personally. All right. There's more to this article. So let's jump into it and see what else there is to talk about. Okay, so Sarah threw up several texts and she attributes to Jonah. They're believed to be him. It appears he was often concerned, upset about her posting herself. Uh, you can hop onto her IG, blah, 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 blah. But the bottom line is to make Jonah, doesn't make Jonah look good at all. Sarah suggested Jonah was manipulative and controlling in their relationship and hurls even more allegations. Yeah, they're, they're, this is TMZ. They're speaking very uh, professionally. They want to make sure that nobody blames TMZ for posting this. <laughs> Um, now hold on. This is at the top of this message. It says, uh, we got Sarah saying, I agree to everything you said, except I am not comfortable with you posting. Oh, wait, never mind. This is Jonah. I think this is Jonah. Yeah, this is Jonah continuing, I guess. I agree to everything you said, except I am not comfortable with you posting bathing suit pictures at this moment because you have not something. And then it says, nor may I ever want that from my partner. I'm, and I reserve that right. And I'm open about it. Let me know. We'll respect you either way, but these are my boundaries. They're not boundaries. These are demands. This is a list of <laughs> demands. <laughs> these are not boundaries. I just need y'all to know from from one person to another, because and not to think, I'm not better than you because I go to therapy, but I have been in therapy. These are not boundaries, okay? These are ultimatums, like almost like, threats that I refuse to be with you if you do dot 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 which is controlling you're controlling somebody um these are my boundaries of this romantic relationship thanks I'd love to know I'd love to know before the premiere so I'm not put in the position of publicly flaunting our love if my boundaries are going to be continue to be disrespected that would be hurtful and triggering for me (laughs) her response understood. Damn, it feel like a hostage situation right now. 
Um, Jonah then, I guess, in a different text says, take some accountability and operate with respect. It's that simple. Because I'm tired of your attitude towards surf culture. Oh, wait, or is this her talking to him? No, this is maybe him. All right, so surf culture that contests uh, that contest and that place because I deserve respect, period. I've been more than patient, and then ish like this is still here. F that contest, F that place, F not respecting me, always in every situation within surf culture, or you don't get it, and you don't get me. It's hurtful and unacceptable. Get it? I don't know if you get it or care or give a crap about that crap anymore, even after Dr. Stern has said it loud and clear. Dr. Stern is the couple's therapist that they've been seeing once a week for four months. Yeah, it, it ain't get it ain't it ain't getting through. He definitely sounds like a well, he sounds I don't even know if he sounds like a narcissist because uh, narcissists. Well, you know what? I never dated a narcissist. Well, maybe I have, I don't know. I've never I don't think I've been in a romantic relationship with narcissists. So my brain is like confused with this dialogue. But it ain't it ain't it ain't looking good. All right. A lot of these alleged texts she posted appear to be Jonah is constantly bickering over a number of things, whether it's photos of her surfing, but also blasts his understanding of boundaries. Definitely in quotes because he's not. Yeah, he's and suggests that it would often be gaslighting. Yeah. To her to keep. Yeah. Keep her under his thumb. That's exactly what I said. By the way, the two of them would hit public events together and were photographed as a pair a handful of times. But af people have talked about this photo after that whole conversation. This outfit is is weird. Hey, why don't we dress? Why don't we just wear the same thing? Mm, I think I, I think I'm I think I'd rather wear like a like a pretty dress or something. Oh, you're doing it again. You know, like that. That's the type of manipulative stuff that might have been going down where it's like, oh, come on. We agreed to wearing this weird suit jacket combo. I'm a man. You're my lady. Wear the suit. Dang it. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's is weirdly is weird. Okay. So let's see. That's what makes him even uglier. Now she's even throwing the word of abuse to describe their dynamic. Although a screenshot of the DM posted, she makes it clear and alleged that the abuse claims she endured with Jonah was emotional, not physical. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is another thing. I hope, I hope my, my ex has a daughter. Maybe she'll turn him into a real feminist because the fact that he calls himself a feminist is now now is laughable. I hope he doesn't have a daughter because that would be scary. I don't I don't I don't think people like this personally should have children. <laughs> if I'm being real, if I'm being real, I don't think you should have kids, but definitely not ones that represent everything that you want to control in life because you can't handle yourself. You, you don't know what you're doing. That's just me. All right. This is more text message. It's just a constant and doesn't reflect where we are or where you say you want to be. I respect your skill and your surfing. I respect how you want to present yourself. I respect that you're hot and beautiful and I, and I respect however you want to live. But I also respect myself and what I'm interested in is my own life and what I let into my heart and inner circle. So celebrate yourself and your life however you please. Shine bright, but I don't want to have to deal with this. Yeah, he's insecure, bro. This is like high level of insecurity goodness gracious man she's just surfing she not even a runway model or an ig model she's just a surfer surfer chick she gotta wear a bathing suit what what is i'm so confused <laughs> you you don't you dare wear a god dang one piece that's crazy 
since Jonah and Sarah parted ways, he's moved on with the with a woman named Olivia Mar- Miller, whom he now shares. A, oh, he has a child with the new woman. Oh, well, dang. There it is. The couple welcome the baby past May, although that dang, what the heck? He just got with a girl and had a baby between 2021 to 2023. That's for me. That's a red flag. You don't even know this person. You already put a baby in him. And same goes for the girl. You let this man put a baby in you between an, a year and a half of his last relationship. That's just me. I feel like I feel like people need to take time to get to know each other a little bit better. Not too long, but longer than that. All right. They welcome their baby. Congratulations. Says she hopes her ex obviously referring to it as a girl and a feminine. And this is the surfer chick that he had a problem with. Uh, one last thing, reviving the pick, blah, 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 Jonah Hill through the years. That's going to be a gallery. All right. So, wow. Okay. Uh, to my point, y'all got to respect other people's lives, man. If you don't, you can't, first off, you can't change anyone. People have to want to change themselves, right? We know this. Do we know this? Not everybody. Not everybody. He wants her to be something that she's not or wanted her to be something that she's not. And he used what she was against her to guilt her, gaslight her, manipulate her and control her. And it's weird because he has a documentary on Netflix about therapy, doesn't he? That's crazy. That's really crazy. He he might have a quack for a therapist, but. He's exuding very, very dangerous mental health behaviors. Felt like full-blown narcissism, if I wouldn't call him a sociopath, but narcissism. Definitely me, 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 me. You realize everything he said was, I feel this way about your body. I feel like you're supposed to talk with the eyes, but it's like they're supposed to be about you. <laughs> you, Your insecurities are trying to set set rules and regulations that she needs to abide by with her own life and person. And this isn't just how I feel. This is just the truth of what this is. It was very controlling behavior that he was discussing. I say that as someone who goes to therapy himself. I've been going for the last four years. And I I know for a fact, as someone who's dealt with narcissism growing up and also my entire life, Yeah, it's a lack of empathy and a lack of you are not your own person. This is how Joan is talking to her. Well, you're not you're not you're not your own person. You're my person. I need you to do what I say. Usually it's not this hands on. And well, I guess every situation is different. I have no idea. If you want to learn more about narcissistic people or narcissistic tendencies or um, being diagnosed as a narcissist or narcissism in general, I recommend Dr. Romney. She's on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all these things. She explains it very well. And not to say everybody's a narcissist because there's people who will exude those tendencies and they won't be one. It's just that they might have learned behavior from a narcissist. I've I learned stuff from people who behave like that when I was younger. And I took that into my relationships as an adult, whether it was me having a girlfriend and just like Jonah, I'm trying to tell you, I one for one, I've had those conversations where I'm like, why do you have to dress like that? You're showing all this and you're doing all that. And it was my insecurity of 
I'm afraid that if she shows off her body, it means she wants someone else to have it or some or someone will want to jump in or jump jump in on that opportunity. Again, it's it's not my body, but it's affecting the hell out of me. And that is, you know, insecurity, emotional depth. There's things that you need to work on within yourself. You can have a relationship where both of you respect the way you carry yourself. You can have that, sure. But if it's one-sided where one person's telling the other, hey, you got to behave like this or I'm not doing with dealing with it. That's <laughs> those aren't boundaries. That's not a relationship. There's no compromise there. You're telling them that they need to behave a certain way to make you feel better. I hope everybody understands that. All right. Speaking of <laughs> lacking boundaries, we're going to hop into the Kiki Palmer scenario, which is pretty much the exact same thing, except. Except for the fact that it was like you're sneak dissing or or what do they call that? Subtweeting, sneak dissing, subtweeting the mother of your child and I don't know. Yeah, well, well let's let's uh let's chop it. Let's let's jump into it real quick. So this comes from Darius Dalton, the mother of Kiki Palmer's new child and his child as well. And he had a problem for those that don't know the whole scenario. They went to Excuse me, not they. Kiki just had a baby. Congratulations, Kiki. She just had a child with Darius. And recently, because, you know, being a mom is hard, pregnancy is difficult, all these things. She recently went on like a girl's trip to Vegas and they went to the Usher residency. We all know Usher, right? You remind me of a girl that I once knew. So he's singing and dancing and roller skating all through Vegas. And Kiki Palmer went to his show and enjoyed it. And he had Kiki come up on stage because she's a celebrity as well. They hung out. They danced a little bit. To get, I don't know if they danced together. I have to actually find that clip. They He sang the song to her. And she was wearing an outfit that Darius was uncomfortable with her wearing. And Darius went out of his way to, for some reason, this is the crazy part to me. She coming home to you. I don't want that conversation, bro. If if she come home, <laughs> if she don't go to a hotel and be like, nah, you watch the baby tonight. I, I, I see you when I see you. <laughs> but Darius said, we live in a generation where the man of the family doesn't want the wife. Again, doesn't want someone else to live their life a certain way because I want some control in that. This is what he is honestly verbally saying out loud on this platform doesn't want the wife <clears throat> and mother to his kids i think that one kid to showcase booty cheeks the fact that he wrote booty cheeks bro why <laughs> what made you think writing booty cheeks was the right message dog that ain't it all right doesn't want the mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others see that's the thing that insecurity is bleeding through, bro. It's, it's, she's not showing booty cheeks to please anybody. She's your girl. You got a baby with her. Now, if you smart and you wife it up and, and, and put a ring on it, y'all can live happily ever after. 
Maybe. <laughs> maybe not after this, but maybe you could have before. Moody Cheeks, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. So that's the thing. You're using these words like standards, morals, and, you know, those are accurate, but they have to represent you. They cannot represent the people that are in your, I mean, they can represent the people in your life, but you have to bring those types of people into your life. Kiki gonna be Kiki. Kiki's been herself all this time. There has not been a different version of Kiki. She was wearing clothes like that before you met her. And it made you want to reach out. So it's just, it's so strange that now, because she's a mother, you're trying to say like, oh, she needs a dress like, <laughs> like, like, like homely. <laughs> like, hey man, ain't no mama's looking that good on the internet. Put them butt cheeks away. <laughs> what about Kim K? What about Cardi B? What about all the, all the moms in the world who are with dudes who don't trip? Because think about that. Actually, yeah, genuinely think about that. I'm not saying that you might not feel insecure. I feel insecure sometimes. Sometimes my wife will dress uh, dress really nice and I'll be like, okay, damn, okay. But I know it's not my place to tell her, hey, I think you're dressed a little too provocatively. It just, it's not my place. If I feel a certain way about that, I'll be honest, I'll be going, I'll go to my therapist and be like, hey man, why do I feel this way? That's the question that should be asked. Why do y'all feel this way when you should have the security to know that this is your partner, they are here to be with you, if you have a baby with them, and you care about them still, and it's not just some sort of like co-parenting scenario, which is not bad, but I'm just saying if it's not that where you can't stand them, but you have to take care of that kid, what are you worried about? You think Usher's going to pull up on her? It's possible. It's not, it's not, it's not impossible. Let's leave Usher out of the scenario because that's not who he should be worried about. The question is, if Kiki was approached by Usher or any other man, do you trust her enough to know that, oh, no, that's my girl. I'm not tripping. She would never do that to me. Now, if she did do something, then I would say, OK, your point may or may not have been proven because you are now showcasing the fact that, yeah, she was wearing provocative clothing. She doesn't care about you or the relationship that you have together with her and this baby and this family that y'all are building. And she went and stepped out on you. I get that. But if that's not happening, you got to kind of just be chill, bro. Like just kick it, man. She's, she's just out in Vegas looking sexy. Cause that's what Vegas is about. Whether you're a guy, girl, anybody, Vegas is Vegas. I understand the stigma of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I feel like that's just like a, a, coin term that now they use for marketing but it is true for some people but those aren't the people that you should bring into your life to begin with and hopefully you see the signs before anything like that happens so y'all know he caught hell for this right he did <laughs> jackson's tweet came out hours after he quote tweeted a video of palmer dancing with confession singer <laughs> confession singer <laughs> just just call him usher um uh, after receiving mixed replies from his followers wait hold on let that quote tweet is definitely gone it's definitely deleted right oh wait no it's still live dang what was he thinking <laughs> this one's is this tweet still live 
I thought somebody told me he deactivated his uh, account. Never mind. So he, I guess this is the this is the tweet that came out after he caught flag. I apologize. I thought it was the first one. This is the original tweet. It's the outfit, though. You a mom. Whew. That's crazy. It's crazy because I think I was under the impression that they were in a good place in their relationship. And if I'm reading this, then maybe you're upset that she went to Vegas in the first place to spend time with her friends and see Usher. Because you don't tweet this if y'all were on good, uh, whatever that word is, good terms before leaving, right? In my opinion, if me and my wife are in a good place and then you leave the house and I see you online and you're, you know, at this party with your homegirls and Usher comes up and sings to you and you tweet out it's the outfit, then you are insecure. You're insecure with yourself and how someone else living their life affects you on a deeper level. I know insecurity and the word insecure is something that a lot of people don't like hearing because they think to them, I have standards. Was the word standards that I was trying to figure out earlier? I think maybe it was. Maybe my standards, my types. I don't know. Um, I guess that's what, like, people don't like hearing the word insecurity because it makes them feel a certain way because it's like, nah, bro, this is, what do you mean? This is how you're supposed to carry it. You're there. Everyone's their own person. Kiki Palmer's going to always be Kiki. So you knew that going in and you're uncomfortable now. Unfortunately, being uncomfortable is on you. I've dealt with that. I understand what it is to be like, oh, I don't like this feeling that I'm having because of how someone else is living their life. That is on you because they should be able to live their lives the way they want to live them. And you got to work on that. Self-help, baby. Self-reflection. <laughs> go, and work, go and work on yourself because you are uncomfortable and insecure with her behavior. It's her behavior to have. Even if she is a mom. Yeah, she's a mom. She's a sexy mom. What are we going to say? There's sexy moms out there. Sexy daddies out there. I've noticed that Kiki's been putting out hella sexy content. She ain't my girl. I'm not planning on getting with her, but I've noticed. I've, I've seen... I've seen how she how she's come into her motherly figure <laughs> and then she looked beautiful. No disrespect to him. I I listen, I listen, you got to just call it what it is. That if that makes you uncomfortable though, I don't know what you want her to do. Put on a hood and some some rags. Bro, she's Kiki Palmer, dog. You knew going into the scenario that you were you're both partners, but at the end of the day, she's Kiki Palmer. She's going to live the life she wants to live. And you're going to be a part of it the same way that you're going to live the life you want to live. And she'll be a part of it. If she, if y'all if y'all continue to last after this, I assume they would. I think so. I think this is just an uncomfortable scenario. Let's see. The couples are parents of a four-month-old. While Palmer has yet to say anything publicly, she's not going to say nothing. Because she knows it's messy and it's stupid. And usually it ain't about people. Nobody's usually talking about her. She lives her own, her best life. Um, shared new photos of her concert attire on Instagram. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she was <laughs> yo, Kiki, Kiki a savage, bro. She was like she posted this after he posted his um 
after he posted his displeasure with her outfit. And she was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a what you think. I'm Kiki, baby. Yeah, I'm sexy now. Don't play with don't play with the girl. She's like, she's a baddie, bro. You got with a baddie. You're going to have to deal with the consequences. Of get, ain't consequences. But you're going to have to deal with comes with getting with a baddie, bro. She's beautiful, dog. Respect that. Bro, She's she is a beautiful black woman, dude. You, you should be happy she's coming home to you. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the crazy part. That's the crazy part, man. The crazy part is at the end of the day, if you were secure with yourself, you you would be saying to yourself, boy, I can't wait for her to get home. Boy, I can't w- put this baby down. Hey, what up, Kiki? <laughs> that's hey, man. That's my that's just what it is. I wish I had taken more pictures, but we were running late. Yeah, she was she over here saying I ain't but I ain't about to give you all no energy on this uh, stuff. I enjoyed myself. I hung out and that's her dude. And congrats to you, bro. You got a beautiful woman that you need to just be comfortable in your in your masculinity with. She loves you, bro. Y'all have a baby. I hope that things are good. But the way the way that 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 those tweets did come out, it felt like maybe something had happened before. And if that's the case, that's unfortunate. That's just you know. I, I hope I hope it lasts long. I hope they I hope they get married. I hope they live their life. But, bro, you got with Kiki Palmer, bro. You knew what was going down. <laughs> like, Not like he needs to deal with it. More like, why would she ever not be herself? Just because she got with you? I've, I understand that, that thought process, that insecurity. I've had it. So I understand thinking like that. But I know that you got you to gotta get over it. It's not easy to get over. You might have to do some mental health work couples counseling therapy for yourself so you can be the best version of yourself that you possibly can be but getting older and still having those like insecure moments and feelings is not fun man i'm trying to tell you y'all y'all need to do that inner healing it is important all right all right so that was our topics all right y'all so like i mentioned i would love for y'all to send me questions voice messages I'm going to have the links available for you. So don't forget for the next episode, I will be making social media posts to try to get more questions every other week. Thank you for that. This one comes to us from someone anonymous and it says, I'm in love with my girlfriend and I know she loves me, but we're going through a tough time. How could we make it better? Uh, P.S. Been watching you since I was in middle school. Hey, thank you. I appreciate. Oh, dang. (laughs) Sorry. My phone fell. I appreciate that. You've been going through a tough time with your girl is what you wrote. How can we make it better? I wish you would have specified what the tough time is, but my recommendation, if you're going through a tough time with someone you care about and you want to make the situation better is to sit down and talk to them. Communication is key. I think a lot of people will just sit there and be frustrated with one another, not get to the nitty gritty of what's really going on, or they will maybe have shouting contests, hear it from one side, and then the other side doesn't get a chance to speak. It needs to be an equal opportunity to communicate with one another. If there's a problem, hey, let's address it at a date and time that works best for both of us in a space where we both can talk about it 
and have a healthy civil dialogue about what is going on. I'm not sure what's going on in your personal scenario, but that's what I would recommend and that's what I try to practice and preach. And not to say it always works. I'm not perfect. I've had conversations with people and it still didn't work out. But at least you had the opportunity to speak with that person about what's going on so that you both are on the same page of knowing how you can try to fix it if there's anything to fix if you want to fix it. I feel like people don't communicate with each other enough. I think they'd rather kind of like hope that the other person asks them what's going on or act a little moody or maybe passive aggressive in a way where it's like, oh, this is how I know they don't care because they're they're not even aware of what's going on or or they're not even they're not even trying. Sometimes people are that aloof and they really don't know what's going on. Other times people don't know how to say what it is they're feeling to you. So it's frustrating and hard to be the person who might have to initiate the conversation, but I definitely recommend having a conversation about it. If there if it's an unsolvable thing, then maybe you just got to figure out how you either continue with it or come come to terms with maybe this isn't what we thought it was going to be and neither of us is willing to compromise and budge so now it's over but i definitely think you have to you have to take the good with the bad and hear the person out and understand where they're coming from try to have empathy put yourself in their shoes if you can of what the situation is and at the end of the day in relationships particularly it's about communication compromising and figuring out maybe how you can see it from a different perspective. Like, oh, okay, man, this really bothers me, but let me see if I can understand where that person is coming from and why they feel the way they feel instead of just focusing on how much I'm annoyed by it or bothered by it and vice versa. That's my advice. I'm not the best advice giver, but I'm just a guy who tries to give what he thinks is rational, critical thinking related (laughs) responses. So yeah, I hope you and your girl are better. And thank you for watching from middle school. All right. Okay. And with that, everybody, that is a new episode of JD Radio. I appreciate you watching. Let me know what topics you want to hear. And again, I really need your help with this. Send me voice memos. Send me messages. I'm using a website called speakpipe.com. We originally were using Anchor, but Anchor forced you to create a account in order to do it. And Anchor has not even uh, been a thing in a while. It got absolved by Spotify for podcasters. And it's a whole process that's really hard and difficult to deal with. So use the link that's speakpipe.com slash jdradio. You can easily leave me a message on any device. It could be your phone. It could be a computer. It could be whatever. And you don't even have to log in. You can just easily leave a voice message. Or if you'd like to send me a message anonymously, I'm going to send, I'm going to drop the link in wherever it is that I have to put it. And it is uh, the NGL question asking app. And basically, if you want to ask me anonymous questions, it'll be ngl.link slash JD Witherspoon. And if you want, your voice messages to be anonymous, just maybe say that at the top of it and I won't mention who you are. Um, and, or just ask your question and I'll listen to it and we'll talk it through and we'll figure it out. This was fun. 
I enjoyed doing this. I'm going to focus on making this a consistent thing until somebody wants to sponsor us. Or I will make this a Patreon-first podcast, and I will try to edit this in a way where maybe there's extras that you get on Patreon. I appreciate y'all. Patreon.com slash JD Witherspoon. Thank you for the support. Thank you for even listening, for those of you that did. And I will catch you on the next one. I had a great time. I'll talk to you next time. Peace.